Yeah. Tensions is definitely rising. Teed up right now. Teed up right now. Tea time. <laughs> tea time. Tea time. Tea time. Tea time. Tea time like I got a cup of this shit. Uh, tea time uh. like off at a quarter to six. What up? What up? Hey. Hey. This is the Southern Sauce Podcast. For another episode. We'll call this one Tea Time. Tea Time. We got a group called Tea Time. Who's in Tea Time? Roll call Tea Time. Um, I'm in tea time. Joshy's in tea time. Nina's in tea time. Yep, and I am in tea time. So, yeah, tea time, tea time. We teed up right now. We love tea time. So we call our little group text tea time. I don't know because we spill a lot of tea in tea time. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so how are y'all doing, Susan? Doing great. Great, Josh. Doing good. Doing good, Nina. I'm doing good. And Boogie. Hey, yeah, I'm fine. Everyone's fine. Everyone's full. All right, it is the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Had an awesome Thanksgiving, uh, especially thanks to you guys. Yeah. Uh, Josh and Rachel here, so um, Thanksgiving was great. It was great. How about you guys? That makes me so happy. It was one of my favorite ones. Really? Yeah. Hear that mic closer for me, Juice. I'm not supposed to be in this podcast. Yeah, you are. Yes, you are. Yeah, you are. Yeah, it was one of my favorite ones. I really enjoyed this one. Minus being stuck at work for 10 hours. Yeah. It all worked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so this Thanksgiving was was great. Um, Boogie, how about you put a little bit of background on, on how Thanksgiving went and um, yeah, just, just kind of roll it out. It's so great. It's a little background because we didn't do nothing. Like that's literally, I feel like we didn't, we barely did anything. For the most part, we did. We did like. Let's see. We yeah no. So what do we tip? What do we typically do? Like, clean and go visit family and then come back and cook or then we're or we're cooking over there or like we're just we're running around and like oh we're out of town let's go do stuff and all a bunch of stuff. Where do y'all go? Out of town. Oh uh, well, we used to go to Atlanta okay. every year. And then, then Thanksgiving started happening here, since we got this house, and um, it's just always been an operation, you know, cooking and cleaning, and y'all know y'all just did it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we have we usually have, yeah, house full of people, and it's fine and. But when you're the host and you just want things a certain way, and 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 be mindful, people are coming from out of town, um, so we're not just doing dinner. Yeah. We're doing three days before two days. I mean, people are spending you're five entertaining. five days here, and yeah. it's like so much. Yep, it's like food, food, food. Thanksgiving, food, food, food. You know. So this year. Me and Sean, me and Boogie had a talk, and tell me how that talk went, Sean. Uh, I'm not going to do anything like crazy this yep. year, at least not for the holidays, like in this time period. Yeah, so essentially, Sean was like, he was verbatim, I'm not looking forward to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I did say that. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, well, Why? And it goes into, 
all the logistics behind it. And I'm like, dang. I feel the same way. <laughs> like, but I didn't say I didn't look forward to it. It was it was at the point where I was like, here we go again. Mentally prepare again. And make it happen again. Like it, it was like look it was like standing at the bottom of the mountain looking up mm-hmm. and saying in five days I've got to be on top. yeah I got to be there and we got to we got to make it with no problems so um so we had that talk and we took it real slow we didn't go anywhere people didn't come over we chilled a bunch um and then family didn't come over because they were just here which is totally fine and then you guys decided to have us over which was great I was so excited we were excited too. <laughs> I was super nervous because I'm a perfectionist on everything mm-hmm. and I want the food to be perfect and I want y'all to like it, but I want y'all to, you know, be able to relax and have a good time too. It was perfect. Good. Yeah. Food was perfect. I don't know what you were tripping about. Mm-hmm. It wasn't seasoned right. <laughs> Shit. It was seasoned right to me. I had another, I had a plate today. Good. I had the final, the final plate today. That makes me happy. Yeah. So, so Rachel, you like cooking everything. I do. Okay. Because that was a big problem with me and Josh all week. <laughs> Every day, call me for like three or four days straight. What can I do? What can I cook? What can I buy? It just doesn't feel right. Yeah. And Not I get, doing anything. I, I get that. I totally understand that. But for me, um, selfishly, I'm a control freak. And if I don't get to cook Thanksgiving how I know it to be Thanksgiving, then it's not Thanksgiving for me. And... I want it to taste like my mom's recipes, and so that's the only way that I know to do it. And it makes me very, very happy. Okay. I I don't really entertain or host very often or want to, Okay. but Thanksgiving is my jam, and I want people to come over. I want people to just relax and enjoy themselves, eat my food, tell me how good it is, (laughs) you know, play games and just be... Um, in the moment and present with each other. And I, I love to take on that role in that big task. It okay. makes me very happy. It was great. <laughs> Thank you. I, I like doing that too, but I don't know if we guys just got to the end, just got kind of burned down on it a little bit. Well, I don't have people over for that amount of time either. Yeah. I think I would die. And And it doesn't happen just on Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's usually three times a year. That's a lot. You know, that we do it. Yeah. Um, so, Josh, what about you? As far as, like, cooking, I mean, and I was bothering you about cooking, but, I mean, you don't go in there and be like, hey, I need, let me do something? No, I Or you just that. stay out of the way? I've, we've been together eight years now. I learned that lesson early on. <laughs> so, it's been like this every year? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Where are we at those times? <laughs> Dang. Yes. Doing the Dang same it. thing. Doing the same exact thing. She literally, like, if I didn't have to work that day, I'd have been at the gym. And then probably on the PlayStation after that. Yeah. She literally kicks me out of the kitchen. Okay. Wants me out of the house. Mm-hmm. That's 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 awesome. <laughs> Nina's mom's like that, though. When she's cooking, get the hell up out of the kitchen. Yes. Like, don't watch me cut. Uh-uh. Don't watch me measure. Uh-uh. Don't, 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 don't do nothing. Nothing. Like, get out of here. So, I get it. <laughs> I 
Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Rachel, you said you you like making your mom's recipes. Mm-hmm. So Thanksgiving is that. Yes. Is mainly that to you. Very special. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can see that. Um, yeah. There's food, food recipes, family recipes. I guess we don't really... I guess our family recipe is mac the mac and cheese and the and the dressing. So, yeah, I like the, I like doing that too. But yeah, like the smells of Thanksgiving. You know, you're cooking the onions and the celery with that butter, and then my mom would always have Christmas mu- music playing, and just like the smell of that and the music, it just brings me all back to all, all of that, and it's a great yeah. memory. Okay. Well, for us, Thanksgiving is, it's not new, but it's not, we don't have any childhood memories of it. Right. So we were just talking before the podcast started. So Josh's mom, so Josh, your house, we, we, we were doing roofing work and we roofed your house and then your mom says, come over for Thanksgiving. I'm trying to remember how did that invite come about? Did she, did, did her, did his mom like found out that we yeah, never had Thanksgiving or something? We weren't doing anything for Thanksgiving. And yeah, she like it's like she couldn't take like it. Like demanded that we come over for Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, and I mean we were happy to to go, but it was just different for us. Like we didn't know what to do. She would bring anything. Like how do you mm. dress for that? Like <laughs> it, was complete, it was completely new to us because our whole life, like you've seen other people celebrate it and you talk about it at least, but we didn't know what that experience was like. So our first experience was with Josh and his mom and his sister and. You get fly as hell and sit in that living room. Right? Yep, yep. Dress up to go to the living room. Yep. I was just talking about that this morning. We don't really do that anymore. Too much. Well, yeah, when the family the family does it here, but we'll do it every now and then. Um. Yeah. So Thanksgiving for me, um, is my comeback. I just realized that this year. So I realized something this year. So so just to roll out what happened, I had my birthday, which was great, um, which was too much. It wasn't too much. Yeah, yeah, it was too much. So I had my birthday. And I have this feeling about my birthday. My birthday is on November 11th. It's Veterans Day. So the first feeling I have about my birthday is on Veterans Day. I don't want to take any shine or anything from the veterans. But most people are like, hey, it's Veterans Day. It's not your birthday. So... I have my birthday this year. It was great. Typically, I don't like to make a big deal about my birthday. But this year, I told Nina, we're not doing anything. I don't want to plan anything. So she planned it. And, of course, y'all were there. And then after that, after my birthday, I had a bad day at work the next day. And then the next day after that, I had probably the one of the worst days of work I ever had and just couldn't put my finger on it. And then the next day after that, I realized I didn't text my mom or call my mom the day before. And how did I forget this? Two days after my birthday is the day that my father passed. And I forgot it this year. And I said, how in the world did I forget that? And it was 10 year mark. And I felt like trash. I felt like. I felt like. I forgot. I mean, I did forget about it. 
and I didn't text my mom. So I had to text my mom, make it up the next day. And then my mom was like, it's really rough right now. I could use a hug. And that messed me up pretty bad. And then, um, so it was pretty bad. So I have my birthday every year. So now I've come to realize when I have my birthday every year, it's time to celebrate me. But then it's the time to go. It's like a dark time. Sure. And I don't know why it took 10 years to realize. I don't know, just to be able to look at it and understand it. I just kind of just go through it. Right. When you say you had a bad day at work, what do you mean? Um, I was overwhelmed. I didn't want to see anybody. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to do my work. I knew it was behind. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to start vacation behind. Right. And then I knew I was going to take it, take it home mentally. And then, and I left at like three o'clock. That day, I just stood up and said, look, guys, I can't do it anymore today. And they're like, you're all right. I'm like, no, I'm just going to leave. Right. And I just walked out. And um, it was pretty rough that day. I had a bad day. Um, that was the day after your birthday? That was two days after my birthday. The day after my birthday was bad, and then the second day was like the worst. Okay. Which was the 10-year mark for my for my dad. Right. Um. So Thanksgiving, so yeah, all that happened. I finally got with my mom. Vacation, I'm right at the end of my vacation now. Decompressed. Didn't do any work mm-hmm. at all. Um, completely turned the work phone off. There's no telling what type of fires are in there. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think I've reset. And I come to realize that because we didn't do anything this year, host have the family go travel that i had some clarity around this time of the year where i can sit back and understand everything so now that i realize even talking about it right now is all the years i had my birthday and then it was prepping for thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and that kind of clouded out Mm -hmm. my dad's anniversary right kept you busy yeah and I didn't have that this year, but I missed it. So I don't know what the disconnect was. I don't think you missed it. I mean, if you were having a bad day and then you had a really bad day, I think your your mind and your body were kind of aware of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you knew. Def- definitely. Yeah. That, 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 what you just said, goes against my beliefs of, I don't know. What, I, what can I call it? The vibes or whatever. Mm-hmm. I believe in energy. vibes, but you know what I mean? Like the universe is telling me something. Sure. Yeah. You know, I mean. Your body was telling you. Yeah. Your mind was trying to tell you. Your body was telling you, but your mind was elsewhere. You know what I mean? I guess so. But somewhere in there, the clock, the, the cal- it was on the calendar, whatever yeah. calendar that was. You knew where you knew that it was my body clock says today is a bad day yeah so just to say something i feel like every year around this time you get this way yeah whether you realize it or not i realize it i know that this time of your birthday uh, winter in general when it starts getting cold outside that's what my mom says you start your body is familiar of this time of year what it felt like 
So I think you automatically, that's why every year it's like, oh, I don't want to do anything for my birthday. I'm just not feeling it. Like before then, you're all about it. Setting dates, okay, I'm going to do this. And then when it gets close, you're just like, it. It'll, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Like you're just not feeling it at all. And it happens every single year, whether you realize it or not. I feel like you know because it's just it starts to become reminiscent. The cool air, the the time of year. Like I, I think you, you just know something's off. Mm-hmm. And it's been that way since he passed away. Yeah. But now you know. Yeah, now I know. It's crazy. Yeah. I agree with mom. <laughs> after after what you said and thinking about it, yeah. Yeah. So my mom has this thing, like, it's starting to get cold and she feels that way. That's what she immediately recognizes it because it was cold that year he passed away. Um, okay. So that was my realization over Thanksgiving. So not doing anything. Help me sit and and think about that, think that through, and then not having taking the break was really a good stress reliever. I mean, it wasn't even any stress to relieve; it was just a good break. (laughs) Um, And then for Sean, I know that was a good break for him. So thank you guys for having us. Mm -hmm. It was it was excellent. It, it, It it was more than just not cooking and coming over and eating. It was more than that. Right. At least for me, it was. So. What about you, Boogie? Uh, this break was, uh, yeah, it was. It felt great to do nothing, or just. I guess I don't think I don't think I'm doing a lot during Thanksgiving, but it's like I'm going around having to go do a lot. I don't want to explain it because well, technically, you- me like y'all are doing everything. I'm just a stand. I'm literally just a passenger. But you're absorbing all of the stress and the energy. Yeah, I guess house. so. Yeah. I'm sure you're helping clean and whatever else. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the kids are just they're cleaning like crazy <laughs> clean. today. Yeah. I mean, we have we do Thanksgiving. It's like it's not clean the house. It's kind of like a deep clean. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and your whole routine is thrown off. You know, you have people in your house and you're not able to just do what you normally do every single day. You You, you have to be considerate of like, okay. They might be in the bathroom when I want to be in the bathroom and I can't be taking a shower for 45 oh, yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, yeah, the hot water is just terrible. <laughs> that throws <laughs> off everything. And for multiple days in a row, that's a lot, you know? Yeah. For sure. Yeah, so it was great. Yeah, it was great. Good. Great. Y'all can do it every single year if you want to. Well, I'm not going to do that to you. We're not going to do that to you. Why? Please. <laughs> well, first off, the family's already missed this year, so they're going to make up for it next year. And then... Um, Tracy Nicole will be back next year, okay. so oh, it's gonna be a big shebang. Mm-hmm. Don't know how, where, or when, oh, but yeah. <laughs> and they're going to Utah, so I mean, I know they're stateside, but that's right. per, that's that's like almost being out of the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, a ticket to there, a ticket to Europe. I mean, what's the difference? Hundred, two hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. You know, and then driving there. What was the drive, Nina? 2022? Mm-hmm. Something like that? I just don't know if I can do two 12-hour days of driving, bro. I just don't. Yeah, I just don't. Fly. You got to fly. <laughs> I can, yeah. I can barely drive two hours. That's what I'm saying. So if we, you know, it's just, it's just some planning that's got to happen. We got to figure it out. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, any year y'all want to come over, please. Oh, we got you. Come over. We got you for sure. For sure. Um, Black Friday. Did y'all do any Black Friday stuff? No. Dead I thought y'all were asleep. shopping. Did y'all shop? Mm-mm. Who told me they were shopping? 
Not us. Mm. We just went and got wedding clothes. For the, I don't say for the low because it wasn't for the low, but I guess it was lower than what we would have paid. Ten so, percent. Yeah, we we used to be the um, go out, go get the coffee, go to Walmart. Yeah. But now we've, I, I've got everything I really need. I don't really. Right, and the deals are not deals. No, nah, they're not deals anymore. They're steals, <laughs> and steals by the, by the store, stealing from the customer. You could get it all online. Yeah. Have, do y'all do Cyber Monday? I do. I want to check that out, see what that's about. I have never done Cyber Monday. Maybe I can order my Amazon card on Cyber Monday and see if it'll save me some money. See you might what be able to get today. that rack. Maybe. have to take a look. See what's on sale. Nina, what about you? Shopping? You didn't do any Black Friday shopping. No. <laughs> She's like, no, no, no. Oh, no, yeah. No. Y'all just... Didn't Black Friday? When was Black Friday? Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, y'all completely skipped Black Friday. I've never seen y'all do that before. My whole life. It's I'm part not, of doing nothing. I've never seen y'all do that before. Yeah. Skip Black Friday. Yeah, we just didn't go. That's crazy. Yep. Switch it up big time this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll be out to like three Black Friday. I don't know how y'all did it. Well, when we were going to Atlanta, we'd do it a lot. We yeah. would go out because Atlanta would be jumping. Yes, yes, and I ain't gonna lie. I like the crowd. I like the craziness of the crowds on the Black Friday. I don't know why. I like. I saw because you're an extrovert. <laughs> man, I saw two ladies fighting over eight dollar toaster. I was like, <laughs> I was like, look at this. How uncomfortable. Yeah, they was like they both had their hand on it. I had my hand on it first, and I'm like, man, over eight dollar toaster, Children. man, it's terrible. I just like the people watch. I like to look at all the crowds, all the different types of people. But it's more interesting in bigger, larger cities. It's not as much here. Everything closes down early here. Like our right. black hour, our Black Friday hours were normal hours for other states, like till right. nine o'clock. When you know you go out of state and it's midnight or they're opening up. Or mm-hmm. and I know a lot of the, some of the stores stopped doing that after COVID. Like they're not staying open late, but like there's no action here. Yeah, COVID. COVID hours. Why are we still in COVID hours? I have no idea. So freaking stupid. I don't get it. So it makes Ross, sense to me. Though during Christmas time is like midnight. Ross is solid. Ross For is sure. at midnight twenty. You know, yes. all day every day. Yes. <laughs> True to the game, never fail. Josh is like, please don't make me go into that store. <laughs> Do you like window shopping? Yes. I love window shopping. What about you, Josh? Mm-mm. I like shopping. Going in, getting it. I like window buying. <laughs> what do you mean window buying? I see something, I'm gonna go buy it. I mean, and that's it. Yeah. No, no looking and comparing. And are you the type that you're looking for something? And you go look at all the stores that has it, and then you make your decision, or you just go ahead, Nana. Say, it. we on, we on here, Mike. <laughs> you are that type. It's oh, like I know. If we find something at one store. Let's go find it for cheaper to go to three other stores to make sure they don't have anything better before he buys this one thing. And I'm the type, if I like it, let's just get it right now. We can always bring it back. I'm the Francis type. I'm the Francis type. I'm like, oh, we could maybe find it cheaper somewhere else. You can. And he's like, no, let's just buy it now and then we can go home. (laughs) I just want to get it over with because sometimes it's like, we're going to go look at another store, but it's probably going to be next week or it's not right. going to be like we're going to spend right the whole now. Day going. No. I want to see all the variations of it too. See, I just want to get it done. 
Like like <laughs> they might have a little bit better version that the other store have, or they have a store has an exclusive version or something. I don't know. And guess what? Half of the time, we go back to the original store, yes. the first store yeah. where yeah. I said we should get it at in the first place. Well, at, at least I know. Right. <laughs> at least you can go to sleep at night. Okay. Way. So how do you feel if you buy something and then? You see it at other store and it's I'm like pissed. Like, yeah, it's like ten percent off or something. Pissed. Oh yeah, tell me about it. I might even return it and go buy it again. It is a hassle, but you no. know, it's one of those like the system got me again right, right. type of feelings. Damn you know it. what I mean? Yeah. Like, so Josh, clothes shopping. Um, I know you've gotten clothes shopping recently. In the what? In the clothes shopping. Clothes. 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 You know, like your little wedding outfit and everything. Okay. You know, you know, kind of saying clothes with a D. <laughs> like, Cloth, cloths, okay, cloth. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. So, are you the type of clothes shopper that goes in and tries outfits on? Gosh, no. No. Do you know how many pants? I have a pair of pants oh in the back of my truck right now. One hundred and twelve dollar pants that don't fit me, and I'm supposed to send them back, and they've been in my truck for like two weeks. <laughs> Jeez. I cleaned out his closet, and he's been trying to find this pair of pants that he absolutely loved by, what what was the brand? I don't know. Anyway, he was trying to find something equivalent to these pants. I'm like, babe, you'll never find these pants because you've worn them, and they're broken in, and they're soft. You'll never Best find pants. that until you wear them. He had 30 pairs of pants in his closet. 25 of them all had tags on them. What? I don't return nothing, man. Nothing. What size you wear? Nothing. 33. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> 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 Look, you need some pants? I can't play. Mm. <laughs> What's the length, though? Uh, 30 or 32. Ding, ding, ding. Ooh. Brand new mm. pants, man. Kind of yeah. pants, bro. Like chinos. chinos. Okay. You don't wear chinos? No, I do. But they're all chinos, but they're all from different stores. So what, you just didn't like them? You bought them and didn't like them and just didn't return yeah, them? a lot Correct. of them were like too tight on my legs. No such thing now. <laughs> oh, yeah, there <laughs> yes, there is. You have a chino, then a chino skinny fit. You buy skinny fit? Not skinny fit. I, I'll buy slim. Well, I think that's the same thing maybe. I don't know. No, it is not. Oh, they're two different. They're two different fits. I thought they were slim fit and skinny fit. Okay, you might have bought skinny fit then. I mean, my thighs are a little bit bigger than most people's. So sometimes pants just don't. You got to buy them boot cuts. (laughs) I can't believe we used to wear them boot cuts back in the day. I I have. He hasn't worn a pair of jeans in twenty years. I wear jeans, but they're the slim fit. I just I mean, don't like just, the blue jean material anymore. The jeans I have are kind of like blue jeans. That's like they're denim and synthetic hybrid. I don't know how they figured it out. They look like denim, but then they stretch. I'm like, you know. Jeggings. Yeah, men's <laughs> jeggings is what I like to wear. Yeah. Don't even don't even ask how many joggers he has. I already know. So I wear many. those, though. It's just crazy. Let's talk about your closet. Yes, let's talk about my closet. I have three pairs of pants, seven pairs of leggings. Dang. And that's it. Inventory. And that's it. No, you can look at my closet right now. I cleaned it out. Okay. 
I should clean it out. Let's talk really? about before you cleaned it out. <laughs> yeah, I just cleaned mine out too. That's nice. Yeah, I'll have like twenty pairs of pants though, around there. I need a bigger closet, but I like clothes though. If I can buy, if I can buy a new outfit every two weeks, or two new outfits every two weeks, I would like, I, I would be happy. Nice. That's crazy. <laughs> Why that, is it crazy? You need that many new outfits? Why not? A day. Wow. I don't know. An outfit a day? Clothes. What you mean? If you had it, would you just wear an outfit and never wear it again? Yeah, Probably. I've, yeah, well, we ain't got like that, so. No, we don't, <laughs> but I totally would. <laughs> I'm like, everybody knows. I mean, it's kind of that way with us anyway. Like, if every, the first thing we ask is, how many people have seen it? Who's seen this? Who are we with the last time that do I Do y'all do this? that? No. No? See, uh-uh. we like do that. We ask each other, like, who are we with the last time I wore this? Mm-mm. I'm like, oh, no, you wore that the last time they saw you, and you can't wear that again. I'll be wearing my freaking orange blazer out. I'm like, dang, every time I go out, which is not a lot, I got that orange blazer on. (laughs) Heck yeah. Some of the, I'm the type of guy, like, if I like something, I'll buy it over again. Yeah. I used to be that way with shoes. Like, there's a pair of shoes I bought, I bought, but one pair of shoes I bought three times in a row. Nice. I can understand shoes. The clothes is crazy. I can understand shoes, though. Yeah, I'm not yeah. one to like need to wear something new every time. Yeah, no. Mm. Like even with like what mom said about the she type of person to wear one off and never wear it again, that's crazy to me. <laughs> like, mom thinks she's a celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> you know how many rappers be like that in interviews? I'm just like, I don't believe you. Like there's no way you just like, yeah, I wore this well, outfit one time and went out. I believe that they do that all the time. That's yeah. crazy. I mean they wear one they wear a pair of shoes one time and throw them away. Which a is just of, nuts so to me. Wasteful. A lot of that is, th- that's not even their clothes. Yeah. Someone's like, here, wear this. And they're like, okay. Yeah, it's true, like, too. I saw a future interview. Bro, he said he changes outfits like four times a day. Like, what for? Why? What right? for? Who's got time for that? That's exhausting. <laughs> I don't know. He's in the fashion, too, though. Yeah, so. he's heavy in the fashion. But still, like, I know you're not doing that much. You need to change outfits four times a day. Man, you know what that man's doing? Sensational lifestyle, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, he's outdoing everything. I don't know how. It's outlandish. Doing bro. too much. Well, that's why I tell Nina I don't have money because I would be on that same type of tip. That's crazy. You know, probably wouldn't drive cars past 10 times or something like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, why not? You know, I have so many of them. You know, Keep what it I mean? in rotation. That's wild. Yep. It's just the way it is. All right, um, we'll switch it up. Okay. All right, so I started this class, Contemporary Ethics. It's one of my courses in school, and we talked about this quiz that I had. It's uh, Sean, say it. Uh, the ontology or consequentialism quiz. All right, so we're going to find out if we are a deontologist or consequentialist. Yeah, exactly that. And come to find out, apparently Rachel and I have very opposing views <laughs> on everything. On everything. So not everything, but a lot of things. And yeah, me and Dad have the exact same views on everything. Okay, so <laughs> before we jump into this, except clothing, I need this True. type of assistance. I need to know what a deontologist deontologist is. Let me do this here. Get the Google. Google it. GTS. And you don't got the clicking of the keyboard into the mic. It's crazy. 
All right, deontology is an ethical theory that uses rules to distinguish right from wrong. Deontology is often associated with, okay, blah, 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 blah. It's uh, deontology is simple to apply. It requires that people follow the rules and do their duty. This approach tends to fit well with our natural intuition about what is or isn't ethical. So essentially, it's follow the rules Mm -hmm. and be ethical. And then consequentialism. How do I say that, Sean? It's It's right there. there. You see it? Oh, look at that. Unlike consequentialism, which judges actions by their results, deontology doesn't require weighing the costs and benefits of a situation. This avoids subjectivity and uncertainty because you only have to follow set rules. So pretty much deontology is... It's right or wrong, no matter what happens. There's nothing in between what's right and what's wrong. And then consequentialism is we got what's going to happen at the end. What's going to lead to the best outcome is what consequentialism is. Okay. What's going to lead to the best outcome? Good job, Sean. <laughs> See, that's why they're teaching you the stuff in school. Uh-huh. Okay. Keep, in jo- keep in mind, me and Josh went to Harrison Central here. So. <laughs> and Rachel went to Long Beach. Okay. El Sleazy. <laughs> All right. First question. An asteroid here. Uh, Sean, read it. An asteroid with the ability to annihilate planet Earth is hurtling towards the surface. The only way to save the planet is by hitting the asteroid with a missile to reduce its size and thereby the impact. The only problem is the remaining debris is anticipated to take out at least one-fourth of the planet's population. Oh, my God. Do you give the order to destroy the asteroid? Sean? Yeah, I'm going to destroy the asteroid. (laughs) Rachel? Yeah, I mean, I guess. You guess. It's the only other option, then yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay, well, Rachel, why do you guess? I mean, one-fourth of the planet's population? Like, who who gets to choose? You do. You do. It's either... either I mean, yes, we get to choose, but I mean, like, okay, is it going to hit... America? Is it going to hit Asia? Who knows? Are you going to be okay with it hitting America if it's us? I'd rather hit one-fourth of anybody than 100% of everybody. Well, not what you said last line on that game. (laughs) (laughs) I I forgot that scenario in that game. (laughs) Yes, I mean, I guess, but I mean, there's stipulations. It's terrible. That was it's pretty clear cut. It's going to be terrible yeah, regardless. Absolutely. Yeah. You're right. So that one's pretty easy, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So all or all or all or some. Yeah. And we we'll always pick some. All right. So that was pretty clear cut. Number two, do you care more about justice than happiness? Mm. 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 Explain that. Who can explain that one? Come on, Josh. Explain uh, it. Bro. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I need some context. Make make some context. Mix them up so I can okay, understand it. So you're Batman, right? Okay. Do you kill the Joker or for your own mental health, do you not kill the Joker? Because you're just as bad as the criminals if you kill Joker, quote unquote. Hmm. So so Batman is staying true to not killing. I, so he doesn't kill Joker. He doesn't kill So he Joker. doesn't fall to the level he, of yeah, the bad guys. Yeah, that's how he views it. 
but he lets Joker live, which is against his own happiness. Mm-hmm. But it's justice in his eyes to not kill because it's just his rule. That's just it. Mm. That's deep. Do you care more about justice? Me personally, I care more about justice than happiness. Okay, explain. Explain why, Sean. I mean, not everyone's going to be happy in the end, but you got to do what's right, right? I mean, that's just how it is. Right, right is right, right, wrong is wrong. Right. Yeah. So if there's a crime committed, there's already a victim. Mm-hmm. And the so real, the real happiness to a victim is true justice. Yes. What's a scenario would happy where happiness would take over justice? I mean, with the way me personally, there isn't one. With the way Boogie laid that out, you're putting the justice before your own mental health. Well, I think happiness is a choice, so you can be happy no matter your circumstance. So. You know, if justice isn't served in one way or another, you can still choose to be happy. So, there's that. You can be happy that justice was served. Yes. Mm. And you can be happy if it, even if it wasn't. Yeah, but in your... In your headspace, you did what you thought was right. Right, but you're saying that means Batman has to kill Joker. Right. So, now he has to live with fact that he went against his, his own rule and killed the joker right but i think so I he's know. not happy he's not happy but justice in my opinion you save more lives if you just kill the joker you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah which i think that's what true justice is to me but batman chooses his own happiness and mental health yeah over killing the joker mm-hmm. what do mm. you think josh I mean, I'm at a stage in my life where my mental health is very important to me. So, so happiness. Yeah. What do you? Think so that means. Is? Well, I'm trying to. Yeah, I would say happiness too. Really? I mean, I'm just trying to think of somewhere, where, some scenario where I would pick happiness over something being justice. Or just. I don't know. See, that's funny. I'm with Josh. That's the way. I can't think of one. Happiness is key. Right, but it's a choice. So you can be happy no matter what your circumstance if you choose that. You might have to do a lot of work to get to it, but you can still be happy no matter what. Okay, so let's let's like let's all right. So let's say somebody kills your spouse. Okay, and it would make you happy if they got the death penalty, but they play crazy in court and they get the crazy ticket, and they get to live in the crazy house, taken care of for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Because we felt like justice wasn't served. Mm-hmm. Now, and this also falls back to an eye for an eye, life for a life. And let's say that you felt that way, but it didn't happen. Right. Knowing your spouse's killer is out there, not even out there, he's alive and, and being provided for and your tax money is paying for him. You can still, it's not just to you, 
But you have to choose happiness over all that. Yes. Okay, I can agree with that. But ultimately, do you agree with that decision? They play crazy and now they're crazy? And they get to live? Or Would you have rather pick no. them dying, executed, or... Um, and th- th- this might not, this might not be black and white th- to sure. this question. So, yeah, no, I mean, I'm not really sure because I'm not in that position. Um, I feel like if I was going through the stages of grief, I would be very angry. Um, but I don't think that I would ultimately feel better if they died because I'd still have a spouse that's dead. Mm-hmm. So, that's not going to make it go away. So I'm going to have to live with it no matter what. So I'm going to have to choose to live in like resentment and anger or like, okay, well this is what's happened. And so now I have to move forward, whether it be, you know, he's claimed crazy or not. You're not going to avenge me. Go get some justice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, justice isn't justice defined by your own moral code of what justice is. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have to say like the actual legal justice system is like the definition of justice. Because yes. to you, that cannot be. I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. So then, you're choosing either justice, which I assume that this question is asking about the justice, the judicial system, or then or happiness, and then you're saying. Happiness is a choice. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you say to a lot of people that aren't that aren't happy out there? Um, uh, there's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> yeah, that's a crazy question. <laughs> I mean, I know it's a big question. I don't. Know. I mean, I don't. I'm saying we got to get into it, but yeah, you know, I mean, that's a strong st- statement. And the reason I asked that is because very controversial. Kanye said that slavery was a choice, right? So. And I'm not saying it's the same thing, not the same but thing. you, but you, but you, you tell somebody who isn't happy, man, happiness is a choice. Like all you gotta do is choose to be happy. So, so my question is really revolving. How do you explain to someone that what you're feeling right now? Well, slavery is, was is like literally not their choice. <laughs> well, uh, and I'm not saying it's the same thing. Right. I'm saying the only reason I ask is because that's what I thought about in my head and how controversial <laughs> that statement was. So that's why I'm asking about that's like, how, it's, it's definitely not on the same level. Right. It's definitely not the same thing. Um, what I'm getting at is it sounded, it sounded like that question sure. because it's really, is just one word swap out. But to, to the general public and people listening, right. for someone who's not happy, like- Dissect How do you say that? He, yeah, yeah, like for sure. And I've and I feel like I've been on like the very low end of the spectrum of not being happy, and I feel like I've been on the very positive end of being happy for me personally. I can't speak for anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been through a lot of things that would say like, man, she really deserves not to be happy because like a lot of bad shit has happened to her. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, I don't like to be unhappy. So I try my very best to do everything that I can to make a better outcome. And I know that that's not necessarily 
logistical for a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, like like to have the resources and things. But for me, you know, therapy and self-help and go ahead, Sean. So it's like, so you're saying like it isn't a choice to not be happy up until a certain point where like you're not doing anything like there's a difference when you're doing everything and you're still not happy and a difference between you're not doing anything and you're not happy. Mm, I don't know that I understand the, what you're saying. So like you're saying like you're the type of person to do because you don't enjoy being not happy to do everything in your power to make sure that you are happy. Right. So when you say that being unhappy is a choice, you mean that in the perspective of like, people should try and do everything in their power to be happy as like you're doing. Well, I mean it in the sense of like, I'm going to choose contentment or joy even when there is darkness. Right. So that's what I mean by like choosing to see like there's a sliver of hope. Mm -hmm. It's not all just FML. You know what I mean? Right. That's a hard thing to tell people is that it's, a choice to not be happy because a lot of people can't people get offended that. by that people get and mad I, offended by that you don't, don't you don't know you don't understand yeah. right you don't know what i've been through you don't know how hard it and is and i would never tell someone like well at least i would Ooh, i would i wouldn't say those types hard. of things and i wouldn't say it's a choice i just personally know for myself i'm going to do things that will eventually like pull me out of a bad place okay if i can because i've been in a really bad place before Mm -hmm. okay josh what do you think about it what do you what would you say to someone that i mean first of all do 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 you think it's a choice i mean yes and no okay right it's not like clear clear cut Mm -hmm. situational i guess I don't know. I might have to think on this one some more. Okay. It's all good, bro. Think about it, man. Okay. Whatever you just did made the... Yeah. I'm trying to, I was trying to turn your... I actually turned your gain up and it went away. Oh, it's so. good. But yeah, it's great. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Okay, so that one was kind of... So that one was, was, was a little kind of off the rails. <laughs> Do you care more about justice than happiness? I'm going to go with happiness. Yeah, I say justice. Justice, mm-hmm. Rachel. Justice. Justice. Okay. Good one. Next question. And here's one, especially this one was was very difficult for me to answer in class because because of the kids. Because you got it. The question is, is lying always wrong no matter what happens? Yee. Mm. <laughs> I mean, what no. they teach you. No. 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 Lying can be justified. Anything can be justified to a certain extent. Besides, like, the loss of innocent life, maybe. Okay. You got a scenario, Sean? Okay. So, like, you're a hostage. Uh, You need, you literally need to lie. You need to lie to save other people's lives. Okay. Even at the cost of your own. Okay. You need to lie. Okay. So, is lying wrong in this situation? No. You sh- 
overall, you should lie. All right, I agree. I would agree with that. Sometimes you got to lie to people to convince them to do something that they don't believe they can do. Yeah. Why yeah. lie? Never hurt anybody. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't agree with that statement, but I feel like All whatever right, let's Sean talk about, said. Let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> a white lie never hurt anybody. So what is a little white lie? Let me look it up. We can, we can. GTS. All right. What is a white lie? I think if you have tact and timing, you don't have to white lie. But in the scenario that Sean is saying... You know, life or death with a terrorist situation or you're being tortured, then okay, yes. But okay. a white lie, I don't think that that's necessary. Okay, a white lie is a lie about a small or unimportant matter that someone tells to avoid hurt, hurting another person. He told a little white lie as his excuse <laughs> for missing the party. <laughs> All right, so that goes against you. Like, I don't agree. Um, yeah. I, mean, I think Rachel put this on the internet right here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like Brene Brown says, clear is kind. Unclear is not kind. So if you're clear about whatever you feel or whatever you're saying and you say it in a tactful way, I think you can communicate it to someone and you don't have to lie about it. Ooh. All right. I agree. With, I agree this? with that. Yeah. A white lie is a lie that you tell somebody so you don't hurt their feelings, right? Uh-huh. So Francis buys Mia a puppy. Mm-hmm. She loves this puppy. She loves our dogs. Mm-hmm. They come over with the puppy. Bennett kills the puppy. <gasps> Mia doesn't see it. Jesus. Are you going to tell Mia that Bennett killed the puppy? Or are you going to be like, mm, he ate something and died? Well, why would you lie about it? To she protect, she to loves Bennett, Bennett too. <laughs> to protect her, yeah, from the truth. I mean, it would it would protect her feelings against your dogs, and then ultimately against y'all. Yeah, I mean, against being at your house. I mean, there's a whole there's layers to it. So that's what I was saying. It's hard because of the kids. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like kids, we we lie to the kids all the time. But there's <laughs> but there's way to like work through that. You know, yeah, what I mean? there so is, you don't there have is. To. Yeah, I agree with what you said. Like you can word it in a way where you don't have to lie, right? But even then, some people won't take it. But that's okay because that's not your problem. If as long as you are doing your very best to be kind about it and to have tact with it, how how they respond to what you say is not your problem. But but if they're if they're family or you have to interact with them in the future or work with them or associate with them. Can it make it hairy? Kinda. For sure. But if you're doing your best and you're not trying to be an asshole, I feel like that's something that they have to work through. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then it comes to, to how do you be real with someone without being coming off as an asshole? Tact. I don't know. It just depends who you're yeah. talking. Yeah. It depends you don't who you're know talking how to do it? Yeah. No, no. I think I can. Because, I mean, I, I mean, at this age, like at this age that we're at and with, well, it's our life situations be harder for you because of your personality type, <laughs> and Nina's too. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know this mean? is just a whole other thing. I mean, you know, a lot of nuance. Th- like I have this thing where people are like, "Man, I'm trying to figure something out," or "I'm in a hole," or 
I'm dealing with this problem with my spouse <laughs> and I just so hurt and and I'm like in my mind I'm like let's break this down to a plan but they and, may and, not and, want and, you to fix yeah it. a lot of people don't want a plan though yeah they just want you to listen which I hate <laughs> I mean a lot of okay. times women want to talk about things and that's how they work it out and men hear it as a lot of the times not all the time but a lot of times men hear it as okay well how are we going to fix this problem and then y'all start going in with all these things and we're like nah, that's not what I wanted but you know you kind of have to help be me out on to- this from Josh what, I don't know what to say <laughs> I mean why I don't know why it's I don't know. So, oh, so, so all right, I, I'm just going to go to extreme because sure. I don't know how to not sound like an asshole. So okay. here we go. There's no judgments. Why? Cap. Tell me about. <laughs> <laughs> why tell me about your problem? Uh-huh. If you're not working on a solution, mm-hmm. asking for help for a solution or suggestion on a solution or anything revolved around fixing it. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not, to me, it's just complaining. Right. That's right. exactly what it is. Right. But women, we just want to feel validated by just saying what we're saying out loud. And like it's a sounding board. It's like we're just bouncing it off our friends. And they're just like, they don't have to necessarily agree with us, but they're just listening. And once it's out of our heads, swirling around with all this emotional bullshit Mm -hmm. and we get it out, we're just like, oh, okay, it's not as bad as we thought it was. And then we can work through it. But when you come in, you come with in logic <laughs> with, and solutions. Yes, it it feels like an attack. Like we don't know what we're doing. We don't know how to do it, and so then you know we get defensive and all that stuff. That's a whole other conversation. Um, but yeah, okay. we just like to talk about it out loud. They like to vent. Yes, but me and Rachel have started doing. We haven't really done it much lately, but if she has something. That she wants to tell me, she'll be like, "I'm going to tell you this, and I just want you to listen. Mm-hmm. I don't want a solution. That's, that's, a that's great, perfect. Yeah. How come women don't do that? And I didn't mean to cut you off, Josh. <laughs> no, good. Keep going. They probably haven't had as much therapy as I have. Mm. <laughs> um, but yes, Nina. Um, <laughs> take this notepad here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it's a it's a time when he's like, okay, are you wanting me to listen or do you want me to help you fix it? And it's okay. usually just I want him so to So you listen. ask that question, Josh? Yep. So maybe should, I should, when people come to me in my problem, should yes. I ask that? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And it makes That's it a good easier one. on yourself too. Yes. Because if you're anything like me, when people start dumping shit on you like that, you immediately in your head – you're like, yeah, all right, this, yeah. this, this. Okay. Yeah. So that's a good way to clearly define mm-hmm. which direction we should go with the conversation. 100%. And John, most of the time, that? people want to just be heard. Yeah. I mean, of you do that with your friends? Right. I know a lot of your friends go to you with their problems. Oh, all how of do them. you handle it? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, I guess with, when people like vent to me or stuff, I always just say, in my opinion, you should. Like, I don't say, I don't like to say, like, you should do this. I like, mm-hmm. in my opinion, because I think that buffers a lot sure. for whenever people are asking or talking about stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's mainly how I handle things. But I'm, I'm never like, I never just sit and listen, I think. I mean, I can if they really, if they just ask me to, then I can. 
I've, I think it's, I find it difficult for me too, but do, I can do it. Do, do people say, I just need you to listen to this at your age group? Uh, it's happened to me before, yeah. Dang. Okay. But that's because, like, I'd be fixing everything. So. <laughs> okay. Interesting. I got lost there at the end. Yeah. All right, where are we on? It just like it. Get, I guess it, it gets to a point where like try to help somebody so much, and then I guess like it got to the point, or this with a certain person, it got to the point where like the only thing I could tell them anymore was just like I feel the same way or like same, and they got irritated by that. I'm like, I don't know. You don't want me to. You don't want me to advise you. I've given you all the advice I can. Like I genuinely just I don't know what to say to you. Do you tell them that? Yeah. They're just done. Yeah, and then just and and then we just settled it. Like he just wants me to stop saying same, or like he wants me to stop trying to relay how I relate to him mm-hmm. because right. it doesn't help. Did you? And ask, I understood that. Did you ask that person what do you want me to say? What do you expect me to say? Because I think well, like, I have. Nina, we, I, mean, I, I do this with Nina. And we argue like, what do you want? What do you want from me? What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I can say it, which I think is a good thing to say. But I'm, I'm glad Boogie <laughs> said that because it, it made me realize that you already do this with somebody. We both do. Okay, what is, and what exactly is that, Josh? With a with a friend of ours, we don't no. offer what? solutions. We just listen now. Uh, it's okay. gotten to the point okay. where they talk about the problem so much, and they don't do anything with the advice that you give them. That you're just like, yep. you just throw your hands up you know, in the air. You no. Know. Okay, okay. I got you. Okay. All right. Is there is there white lies all in that too? Mm. No. I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't trying to bring it that, back, but I wouldn't say in that because, conversation, no. I wouldn't say in that conversation, no. no. Okay. All right, so is lying always wrong? No matter what happens, no. Yeah, no. 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 We must we not must a lie. Situation. <laughs> <laughs> Even in a friend situation, lying is is wrong. It is wrong. Mm-hmm. So give it to them raw. Yes, but kindly. And let them, and let them, and however they take it, and it, they have it's to figure out how to not, to hold it without it, it burning them. Mm-hmm. And okay. then they can come to me and be like, that hurt my feelings, and then we can talk it through. But. A lot of people but you can't might do not, that. You might not get that. Yeah. Well, I might not, but that's not on me. Oh, look at number six. Man, okay. Oh. That's a terrible question. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. All right. Let's go to the next one. All right. Number four. Boogie, read it. Eight people have been poisoned. You have the antidote to say five. Partial doses of the antidote do not work. Only four do- full doses will do. Do you give five people the antidote while letting the other three die? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Do. Keep all the antidotes and just laugh at them while they die. <laughs> like literally that's that's okay for me you have antidote say five so you make all eight fight until only five are left I guess, alive <laughs> and then you're saving all five uh, people. i guess the moral dilemma here is like do you get to choose like is it depends on the people like that's what probably people are going through their heads when they debate with this question draw straws yeah. numbers but to me it's just yeah i give five people the Ra- right. random five people i don't care which ones Right. Well, I'm somewhat of a hoarder, so I might not even tell people I have antidote. I'll save it for later. 
yeah. in case my homie needs one <laughs> down the road. Just go yeah, man, I, have, I only actually have three on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or I might just sell them. Like, whoever's got the highest amount of money to give you, they can have them. All right, so we're going to save five people and let three die. So saving, this is, again, saving some rather than losing all. All right, here's a big one, number five. Killing is never justified. Agree or disagree? Disagree. 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 It's never justified. Meaning killing is... Explain that to me. It's never justified. Justified meaning it's never It's never, never okay? Right. Yeah, it's never, never the okay. right thing to do. Killing is never the right thing to do. I disagree. And everyone disagreed? Yes. All right, why? I mean... Eye for an eye? Yeah. The streets need a body? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just... It'd be like... Somebody that. kill your cousin, somebody gotta die? Yeah. I don't see it as that way, but some human beings literally... Need to die. Need to die. Like, they should not exist. And not mean that in a horrible way, but I mean, there are some evil people who are like yeah. evil and mm-hmm. they don't deserve the breath that they have. Okay. I can agree with that. Okay. Disagree. We all we all agree on disagree, Rachel. Any comments on that? No, I, I agree. Okay. It's some people deserve to clap. Yep. No cap. Coming to them. <laughs> all right. This is Josh's favorite question, number six. If you <laughs> had the choice. Wild. <laughs> If you had the choice to shoot one baby <laughs> to save 500 babies, would you shoot the baby? Yes. To save 500. I mean, you have to. Because it's 500 babies. I don't think mamas could do it. Yeah. All right. Like, okay, but. It is literally the same thing. It's I know. the same thing as the other questions. But it's babies. But. They hold the same amount of value as they, everyone else. They you have to shoot it. Yeah, but it's a baby, so it's going to be different. You didn't poison than- those people up there. They don't die regardless. And they didn't have a like, chance to, like, live. But you don't got to shoot them. Man. But listen, so you know how the um, states are bringing back um, the, uh, what you call it, where they kill people? With the guns? Yes. The firing squad. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so how they do it is whoever they have, like, ten people on the firing squad, some, like, everyone has... A blank except one person. So no one knows who's actually killing the That's person. That's bullshit because there's a major difference between a blank and a real bullet. When you okay, fire well, it from a gun. That guy's going to know. <laughs> oh, shit, it ain't that hard. Just to tell. Okay, yeah. well, I don't know anything about guns. So in my world, that was a genius idea. And that could be like what you did with that. You know, you'd have like 10 people on the thing and you'd have... Nine people with blanks and one person with the real one, and they wouldn't know who did it. Okay. So it kind of lessened the blow. All right. Here's the here's the twister. What if you shoot your baby to save five hundred unknown babies? Fuck them babies. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all say changes, and then I'm just like, I would still shoot the baby. Your you shoot child, your own baby you to save five hundred other babies. You can't, you can't physically say that because you don't have. No one, yeah, I I. Like, but as my answer right now, sure, yes, I would shoot the baby. Sure, shoot your own baby. Yes, to save five, y'all, five. That's a but small you, town. 
that's a small town. <laughs> when you have, if you ever have children, you can come back and revisit this. But I think your answer would be different because your perspective is different. You yeah. know what I mean? Nina, it's totally different. Shoot your own baby or save five hundred. I'm saving my baby all day long. Mm-hmm. Boom, all boom, day. shaya. <laughs> you know, because there's know, no way a quarter of those babies it. are gonna get born into poverty Whoa. and a bad lifestyle. <laughs> That's I mean, an assumption. I mean, it's a it's a it's a database. Bro, assumption. one of those babies could find the cure to cancer, <laughs> and so can your child. Come on now, mm-hmm. the odds of one against five hundred. <laughs> I'm giving my child the more odds over. Crazy thousand babies, sure. crazy bias for sure. But yeah, that, they're coming from bias. the perspect- perspective of they've had two babies, you know, you haven't, man. So it's just yeah, different. It's different. I mean, so Josh, what caliber would you use? <laughs> <laughs> Dark joke. They don't have to answer that. Look, all right. So in general, it doesn't make you a bad person. I'm just saying your perspective is different. You know what I mean? So random baby to save five hundred, shoot the baby. Your own child or a child in your family. Mm -hmm. Somebody you know, your niece, your nephew would not do it. The babies have to die. The baby's gotta go. That's why. That's crazy. They literally shoot your sister. As a baby, when I barely know her, to save 500 but other babies. That, that's the thing. Like, your mama carried you, so she knows you for nine months. She's okay. going to pick you. You I can't just, falter I, for that. The you flaws know? in you that. You were married, insane. Boogie, and your wife is carrying this child for nine months, and you've mm-hmm. been there every step of the way. And it's part of you. And you're there when mm-hmm. it comes out, and you hold it for the first time. And you're like, all right, you got to shoot this one. Or at least 500 got to go. You pick. Bro. <laughs> you know humans can make more than one baby, right? It's going to take a long time to make 500 more babies. Not if you got 500 people more. do it at the same time. Nah. See? No. I have to shoot the baby. Like, statistically, I, I literally have to shoot the baby. To, like... <laughs> Have to shoot the baby. That's why your okay. dad chose him. Statistically, so you're based off of <laughs> seeing the real, the real. So it's all numbers. There's no emotion in it. It's all numbers. It shouldn't be. No, it really but should you're be. You're an numbers. emotional person. I feel like. Yes. You shouldn't let your emotions control you, though. You shouldn't, but they there do. is no but. Like there is a but. Else yeah. making that decision is gonna make an emotional choice. Yes. There is no but. It was easy until it was your own kid, but I guess not for Sean. The end, <laughs> the end game is you <laughs> have to shoot the baby. Sean shoots the baby. Okay. No, no, no. Don't think of it that way. Think of I just saved 500 babies. Right, That's right. how you think of it. There's no wrong answer. Mm. There's no judgments. Well. We'll revisit this if you ever have children. <laughs> for real. Let's, let's table this till Sean has a baby. Yes. When Sean's kid's at the hospital... Let's bring him outside and like give him a <laughs> rifle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Boogie, you gotta go in there and shoot your kid. You gotta go in here and save five hundred kids. Are you ready? Go to the nursery and just take out all these children in the nursery or yours. Mm. I have to shoot my baby. I like I have to shoot my baby. <laughs> Dang, son. You can't be biased with stuff like this. You literally have to pick the one with the higher success rate. You, that's why humans are flawed in general though yes. like we shouldn't be biased that's why we have these quizzes mm-hmm. so you consider yourself not biased at all i i know that at heart i am but i try my hardest to not be and in this situation i would i can't like i can't be wow. biased i never want to be biased ever 
what's a situation where you had to think about you being biased or not biased if you have one to share mm. that's kind of a deeper question but I can't think of anything off the top of my head yeah, but you don't think like, that you're shaped and formed by your um, upbringing and all of that I definitely am but so you're biased I have I, ha- I am biased in some way but I try to be as least biased as possible sure Mm. Everyone's biased to a certain degree. It's just what sucks. But it's just part of human nature. Yeah. We have this thing at work where they they focus on unconscious bias. Mm-hmm. Where people are unconsciously biased and people and then this is a whole another rabbit hole but people talk about there's this discussion at work where people say I don't see color, which is kind of like wild. Yeah, because I mean, what do you do at a what do you do at the traffic light? <laughs> you you yeah, know I mean, what I'm okay. saying? Like yeah. the color means something. So right. people say that to say that I don't. I treat everyone the same, and mm-hmm. to me, that's like a red flag of you're just deflecting. You right. know, right? So unconscious bias is kind of a is a is something that's ingrained with us, and then we live in the South. Mm-hmm. It's just even mm-hmm. worse. So it's interesting to to know that you are aware of being biased and try not to be. Yeah, for sure. I feel like everyone should try not be biased. You gotta yeah, keep an well, open mind if you can. I was very close minded for a long time, long time. But is that time. via religion though? Like that? Is that um, or in general, just you as a person? I mean, the foundation of it was probably religion. But then it's just not understanding. I can't. Yeah. Well, and you're deep, deeply like affected by it. So, you know, you have wounds and trauma from all of that. And so you're going to naturally be, I feel like, more defensive or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I would tell Josh sometimes, I'm like, you are so open-minded to the only things you're open-minded to. Mm. <laughs> And that is not open-mindedness. Give, give us an example of that. Oh, gosh. Let me think. <laughs> it's up for Josh, whatever she's about to say. <laughs> Be careful. Um, well, when we would talk about privilege, like white privilege. Okay. So when I say that, I don't mean that he didn't grow up and have a hard life. And that his struggles didn't mean anything. But for the fact of the matter that he's white and he's a male, period. Like that means that you have white privilege. Okay, so he has it whether he wants it or not. Yes. Okay. And I think that he was seeing that like I was coming from a place that he thought I was saying that I was like disregarding his struggle and growing up. And I wasn't taking into account how he grew up and how I grew up. And I think that's where we would really butt heads mm. on the on the subject matter. So how do you understand that now, Josh? Not to put you on the spot, I'm really sorry. Well, uh, okay. Go ahead, Boogie. I'll, I'll, go ahead, Boogie. I'll say, sure, it's, it's just different. Like, in society as a whole, 
sure you have white privilege, but in your area and where you grew up and what you experienced, you didn't. That's just right. It that's wasn't that easy. Privilege being in, white where I grew up was a big part yeah. Of why I mean, it was so that's hard. a nerf, bro. Like you just. I wasn't, I wasn't nerfed, but it was hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. It, <laughs> That's Crazy what they thought, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, white privilege does apply in the grand scheme of society. Yeah, I, I but, like, that. with certain individuals, it doesn't apply to a certain extent. Yeah. I, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Right. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. What do you have to say about it, Josh? I just I don't like the term that much because me personally it makes it feel like anything I've done for myself is invalidated. Yeah, it's not. You know, it was just because I'm white. No, it's because I I worked hard and I stuck through all of it. Mm -hmm. I never folded. Okay. I feel like I feel that. I mean it. It is an ugly word. Yeah. Yeah, I hate that one term too. But it's a. It's a fact, though. Right. I mean, it's just. Yeah, I mean, like, I understand, like, of, if I do something and get, you know, in trouble with the law, selling drugs, and a, a black guy, same age as me, does the same exact crime, probably going to be different. Statistically, I'm he's going yeah. to mm-hmm. have I get the that higher charge. In that sense, I understand that. But I guess, like, the generalization of the term white privilege, just, I, right. I disagree with a lot of it. Okay. I never he felt had like that. I was attacking, like, everything that he has stood for and like really worked hard for mm-hmm. and that's where he was coming from but i wasn't coming from like i'm not i'm not negating that you worked really hard and had a really hard childhood i'm not i'm not saying that at all but that's what it felt like to him so we would really butt heads on that okay so so it sounds like josh you were at a point where you're like no i didn't have it and then maybe you're now at a point where like you know it's just part of being white yeah, yeah. okay do you ever do y'all ever feel like you feel you're getting white privilege sometime and you, you check it or what do you do about that? You feel guilty about it or no, I don't, I mean, I can't say I ever really feel like that. Like, mm. I don't like the concept of white guilt either though. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Crap. That's kind of a new thing too though. Yeah. It definitely well, I, I did a new thing, but it's, it's more it's prevalent on, on the, yeah. uh, on the internet and stuff. It's the woke stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I just think people are just becoming more self-aware and paying attention more to things that they never paid attention to before, especially if you have like a friend of color. And I think if you're close with them and you see their day-to-day experiences or being somewhere with them at the same time and paying attention to a look or a glance that they get or yeah. I would just say that, just being more aware, because I think some people, day-to-day life, you kind of become oblivious um, to someone else's experiences. Like, you can be literally literally walking in the same space as them, but your experiences are different. Mm -hmm. So, like, just personally for me, as a black woman, like, when I walk into a workspace, I'm, like, hoping there's at least one other black person so I don't feel like the only one. And I can't, it's hard to explain that. It's not like I've ever been, like, treated horribly, but there's just a sense of feeling like everyone is looking at you a little bit differently because you're the only right. brown person in the room. Yeah. 
And mm. I can't say, well, I don't know from a white person's experience, but like, I'm sure maybe if they're in a room full of black people, you know, they might feel, you feel some kind of way being the only black white person in the room. I mean, and I feel like majority of the time black people have that experience on a daily and that's walking into a restaurant, like even walking into a fancy restaurant, like, right. I'm like, whenever I walk into a restaurant and I see another like black couple at the table or somebody of color, I'm like, Ooh, okay. I feel a little better now. Cause I'm not the only one here. And I know that sounds weird, but I feel like for the most part, that's something that as a black a person, like, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That you can experience together. You like understand. Is that, is that unconscious bias? Even when you're, it's on the positive side of somebody like me is here too. Is that, is that biased? I think so. Yeah. Okay. It's definitely, definitely a form of bias. All right. But I mean, I have it too. So it just is what it is. Okay. And then what we were talking about, the woke stuff. Oh, the concept of white guilt. Yeah. Yeah. So what do y'all think about that? Hate it. Yeah, Why you hate it, Sean? People, I don't know anyone personally like this. Okay, but folks on the internet try and paint themselves to be better by projecting these ideas that I feel so sorry for you, or oh my god, I hate that I'm white and I get this stuff and you. They're don't. still making themselves like, a victim um, and like look yeah. at me. Yeah. You know okay. what I mean? Oh, okay. like the internet is like filled with stuff like that can't handle it like you cannot you can't dwell on what someone else has done like you can only focus on what you're in control of and that is you mm-hmm. and your experience like you can't control that your ancestors were slave owners or whatever it is mm-hmm. how how however it may be how awful it may be like you can't control that just as you can't control the color of your skin you know mm-hmm. so you can only be in control of yourself and that guilt stuff is not it right okay i agree with that and i've heard it but i just didn't know how to explain mm -hmm. it even the thing with like i've seen on the internet some people say that black folks should be reimbursed for all the like financial losses during slavery like that's crazy to me too have you heard about that yeah but all right why is that crazy to you and be careful (laughs) 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 because i mean there's some folks out there that they want that 40 acres and a mule. Like, you know what I mean? Man. I mean. Hold on. I want mom's opinion because she's she full black. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm just saying my grandma was all about it, getting her 40 acres and a mule. Like, yeah. she feels like, you know, that's what we were promised. We didn't get it. We're still old. What we didn't get. Yeah. Was um, that really promised? Was that all like a paper? Like a. I don't know, a, not a law or... And I, I don't even want to go into specifics. I just know that that uh, is I mean, something I that, you know, as black people, we felt like we were told we were going to get and we didn't get. And yeah. so because of that, you do have a lot of people who still feel like that's something that we're owed. Do I feel like that's something that I'm personally owed? No, it's not something that I'm going for. But I can understand why people feel like, some people feel like that's owed to them. It's an empty promise, something they didn't receive. They feel like, but I don't know if that's really going to, it's not going to do anything for me personally. Just put it that way. I can't speak on other people and other people's experiences and why they feel like they're they're owed that. Yeah. Um, but for me, no. Personally, I don't feel like I need that. But there might be somebody out there and 
That was a lot that's of all they feel like there. they need for the come up, and they just need that forty acres in the middle. Yeah. Well, but is that forty acres in a mule going to change the fact of what happened? Is it going to be justice or happiness? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, was the forty acres in the mule the the two or three stimulus packages that we got? I mean, it's all about how you. It just depends on how you view it. Yeah. Right. Like. Like. There, America has support systems and programs and food stamps and Section Eight and free Medicare yeah, we and all that. I mean, it's like stuff like that. And and no, I'm not saying that that is reparations because it's available to everybody, not just. But we have a lot of opportunity to advance ourselves. I just to feel do like it for the most part. America's. I mean, we, from the beginning, we've been doing. They've been doing what they've always done is. Mm-hmm. Spell out a bunch of promises of what it's going to be like, what you experience, the land of, you know, free, equal. And we all know in reality that that's that's a dream, which is why they call it the American dream. But in reality, that's not really real. It's not the experience that every person is going to get. Here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a whole nother conversation, too, though. <laughs> another you know, podcast. yeah, because does everyone can, have, does everyone have more, an but... equal opp- opportunity in America? No, no. no. right. But some people think that it is. So, no. All right. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know when we went from a baby to that. But. <laughs> oh, y'all ain't even done seven yet? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Which is literally like, I feel like, what we were going off of. But we need to do that. Either. All right, seven. The results of an action are more important than the intention. Yes. Yes. You can have intention all day. But what happened? Right. Okay. Some thoughts swirling in your head. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to say it like that. But now you're mad at me. Yeah, but your actions of you saying it that way. Yeah, Boogie's intention was to shoot the one baby, but he <laughs> held the trigger down and shot all five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, so that one's pretty cut and dry. Mm-hmm. The results of the action are more important than the intention. Okay. Last one, you can't put a price tag on human life. Agree. I guess. Disagree. <laughs> Josh? I mean, there's stipulations. <laughs> yeah, I disagree. I disagree, too. Why do you, why do you say there's a price? Human life is priceless. You oh, Nina you. agrees, too. <laughs> Nina, go first this time, because we've been... I've been asking Rachel kind of like, why? <laughs> well, I, I feel like there isn't a price on human life. Like, of course, you have people that can contribute more than others, but is their life worth any less than someone else's? No. Because but, of that? But but one in 500. <laughs> that's a that's a, a value. No, but that's that's the converting from general. the peso to the American dollar or whatever, I or mean, the, the euro to the American dollar. I, I feel There's like, a conversion rate going on there. No, I'm just saying in general, like no, I don't think a human life is worth. I mean, I mean, you may as well talk about human trafficking. That's how they're seeing their money. They're yeah, it's terrible. Money. So I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. You're saying that they're worth money, and I just don't think that you can put a price tag on a human life. Human life, it's a life. Um, and there's no price 
that's worth it. I'm not going to go kill somebody for a million dollars because it's a million dollars. Like, it's still a life. Now, there are people out there that would in a heartbeat when think twice about it. But for me, in general, life is a life. So, And it, it's priceless. And it's priceless, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> okay, Dad. No, no, no. What's your, I want to see what your perspective oh, there, is on it. There is a price tag on every human life. I agree. Which is? I mean, you talk about the terrorist situation. You know, you capture a terrorist, his life ain't shit. They put price tags on those guys. There yeah, was a I mean, price tag on well, Lotton. yeah, right, right. It's like if you, if you have intent or have done actions against humanity. What? <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> what a real frog! That's a tree frog. Get it. How do you get in here? There's no price tag on his life. (laughs) Human life. How do you get in here? (laughs) No, that happens a lot. Remember when we had a frog in the upstairs bathroom? Yeah, I don't know how a frog got upstairs. (laughs) Wild. The window. Josh saves everything. Wait, where's he at? All right, we'll get him in a second. We'll get him in a second. Remind me to get the frog before we can get out of here. All right, what were you saying, Boogie? I was saying... uh You're asking the, me about the human life thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what was your perspective on it? Why do you disagree that you can't put a price Oh, man, on? because like the terrorist situation, you got somebody who... You got somebody who... Intentionally kills people, terrorizes people, kills masses. I mean, they they don't have any regard for human life, so why should their life be considered priceless? Exactly. Um, and then, like you guys said earlier, there's evil people out in the world. Right. I mean, why would we want to keep them alive just to say we kept them alive and keep them in jail? I mean, how much how much unnecessary resources does that take? So, like, factually, you literally can put a price tag on human life. Like, you literally can pay somebody to commit an assassination. Like, it's literally well, a price tag. I mean, tag. right. In that regard, yeah, but I don't know. What are your thoughts on it, Rachel? You said they're priceless. Um, if, like, generally speaking, I think they are priceless. Um, you know, with what you're saying, with terrorists and whatnot, um, as my mom would always say, you can't rationalize with an irrational person. So <laughs> that's like a whole nother podcast, I think. But in general, no, I don't think there's a price tag that you can put on human life. Um, you just can't. Okay. Because that's, I mean, even if it's an evil person and it's a, it's a serial killer or it's a terrorist or it's a... Uh, this or that, like it's still someone's child and to them they're priceless, you know, maybe not to us or who they've harmed, but to that mom and dad or to whoever, um, it's, you know, no matter what, it's priceless to them. I agree with that. I guess it just matters who and who's putting the value on life. Right. But overall, I mean, is every life priceless? Nah. No, 
<laughs> okay, crazy scenario. Okay. Let's put Let's put a child in the worst financial situation possible. Okay. Like in I don't know, just in a horrible spot society-wise, position-wise, like financially-wise versus a child that is in a much better financial situation and has more opportunities and just can do a lot more and grow has a large chance of being a more productive person to society. Mm-hmm. Do these two lives have different values? No. Not at all. I don't know, man. Because, I mean, you can still have that that kid that grew up underprivileged and didn't have financial support and, and make it. I mean, Josh made it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm not my. That doesn't cert- happen to everybody. It doesn't, but it doesn't mean that they shouldn't get the same opportunity of, like, someone viewing them as priceless. Like, I didn't grow up. Um, in the same situation as Josh, but like my dad died when I was three. My mom died when I was 26. I lost a kid and I was in a terrible relationship and blah, 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 blah. And I had all these horrible hardships, but like I still made something of myself. I still continue to do all these things no matter what, mm-hmm. as opposed to someone who still has their parents, lives the American dream and blah, 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 blah. And that's true. They, they're not doing as good as me personally. You know what I mean? It's mm. just kind of like you choose you choose joy or contentment no matter your cir- circumstances. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I definitely look at the That's question solid. from a more statistical perspective. Sure. Yeah. I guess, Sean, as you go through life more, you experience things, your views change. Mm-hmm. Probably. Absolutely. So you're not going to have the same views you have now. You're not going to have the same views you have now, you know, in 10 years. Probably. Yeah. And I mean, I don't expect again. it. Yeah. yeah. But that's just how I see things right now. Yeah. And we love that. Yeah. That's, that's why awesome. it's important to have you on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Well, thanks for sharing, guys. Sure. That's, um, we just found out who's savage in the room and who's not. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> All of you, I sound like a bad guy right now. I already know. Hey. No. You saved 500 babies today. Literally. Literally. Like, look how many lives I just saved today. They better all become presidents and (laughs) cancer cures. But before you saved the 500, we saved you. So we had to kill 500 for you to save 500. So So it was even. I mean, yeah. Even Steve. We raised a murderer. (laughs) (laughs) Justice. That is uh, justice. Yeah. That was our deneology. Deentology. Deentology. Where's deneology? <laughs> and consequentialism quiz. Cool. Y'all got anything else to add? Loved it. That was nice. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, great. What should we talk about next time? Personality test? Yes. Sure. Take a personality. Quiz. I might I gotta, get real dark. You gotta, gotta find know. a way I'm to. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta darkness. find a. You gotta find a way to. To take the quiz so that the listener can kind of follow along. I don't know how we're gonna do that. 
Maybe yeah. just do the question for question going down. Yeah. Oh, going down a lot of line. questions. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. You should tell do them that. about that quiz. So, because I'm sure a lot of people that you have on here on repeat. Can you not post a link? Um. Yeah, I could. I'll post yeah, a link. Tag a link under the. I don't know if I'll. Thing. You should get all your future guests to take this quiz before they come <gasps> on. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look at y'all. And see how many of like the same type of people that you have in your life. Okay. Well, ain't nobody like me, so I'm I literally got the same that. answers as you. <laughs> 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 um. All right. It's been real. It's been it's been Gucci. Yeah, it's been that fun. was some nice tea time. Tea time. <laughs> tea time. Yeah. What's the plans? What y'all got planned for the rest of the weekend? Nothing. 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 Love it. Yeah. I might wake up at eleven o'clock tomorrow. Ooh. Ooh. I might go to bed at eleven o'clock tomorrow. <laughs> Y'all playing whatever. I, I don't know. We'll see. Till two a.m. We'll see. We'll see what Nina has me lined up to do. I don't know. I have this wild hair. I want to go out and be around some some stuff. Some people. Yeah, like like you know, we go out. Go have a drink, go stand around, be like, ha, ah, look, I'm in the wild, look at me, and then an hour later, we go home. <laughs> yes. Let's do it. I don't know, I just got that wild hair, I don't know why. Just got to get Josh uh, into it. Give him Josh shots took of a na- tequila. Josh, we took naps. Dude, I'm ready to take another one. <laughs> I didn't even plan on taking a nap. I was just sitting down the couch, and then it says, wake up. I was like, holy cow. Not together, we... We nap in our own <laughs> houses. For everybody listening. Many, many miles apart. No no spooning involved whatsoever. Who's, what? Who's gonna be the big spoon though? Who's the big spoon? Oh man. Who wants to Stop be talking. the big spoon? I'm definitely gonna be Stop the big talking. Spoon. I got I got longer arms. <laughs> Statistically it works, right, Boogie? Yeah, okay. oh lord all right guys well y'all have a good rest of your weekend thank y'all for coming by thank you thanks for the turkey gumbo it was awesome yeah it was great and um we'll haul at y'all next time this has been real do not kill 500 babies out there (laughs) exactly yep this is the Southern sauce podcast thank y'all for listening we out brother Asking for bread for her parents and shit. I told her I don't got no cash and she said she could wait on a rack on some Arabic shit. I pull out a million to stare at the shit. My dick just got hard cause a wire just.